You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Hold one, arm drag. Don't tell me, bye And welcome to Hit the Books, the only weekly SmackDown Live booking podcast hosted by us. I am Ryan Nightseen. With me, as always, is the person that I have a nickname for right coming up right now. Here it is, Mikey, my friend, man, Freddie. Oh, that was actually kind of that was actually pretty sweet. Thanks. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 a classic Ryan Nightseen twi- t- trick. Nickname wise. Terrible, but oh yeah, <laughs> definitely lifted my spirits a little bit. <laughs> a Ryan Knightsy trick is when I don't. Ha- I use this at school all the time. When I don't have anything, I'll be nice. <laughs> it's it. I uh, I learned that in college, or not just in college, but like in high school and middle school, that like if I have a presentation and like I have no information in this presentation, like it's really bad, mm-hmm. I will use jokes and just crack jokes the entire time to get the crowd to laugh sounds about right it sounds right in my character right in my wheelhouse yeah and the reason i do that is because i figured out that if i don't have a if i have a terrible presentation or terrible project or whatever to present if i get everyone to laugh afterwards i'll get a good grade and also people be like man that was a really good presentation Yep, and I'm just like I had nothing. I just I just made jokes the entire time. Laughter is the key. Yeah, it's like I just did stand up for ten minutes, really. <laughs> um, but yes, uh, thank you, Mikey, for being here. Thank you, Ryan, for also being here. You're welcome, Ryan. Of course, Ryan. Um, Mikey, how are you doing? Uh, this this Thursday morning. Uh, pretty good. I have a little bit of a headache, but otherwise, I'm fine. That's good. I'm I'm also doing swell. I guess. Um. Uh, I, I woke up with the dying desire, however, to to answer one question though. What question is that? I wanted to know which WWE finisher would you use according to BuzzFeed. <laughs> That's right. We're doing another BuzzFeed quiz, Mikey. Hope you like the first one. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the first one, what was the, in the first one we did on episode whatever the hell? episode uh, a couple uh, episode uh the other ones the other episode we did which wwe wrestler are you i got roman reigns and you got dean ambrose dean ambrose that is correct we got two-thirds of the shield um and now we're back with another buzzfeed quiz everybody a qu- <laughs> which wwe finisher would you use i am I am just like last time, just as excited for ridiculous questions. Already looking at the first question, it's pretty. I good. am very excited. Um, Mikey, are you? Are you got the quiz open? Are you ready to do this? Yep, I am fully ready. I'm fully ready and prepared for what this is going to be. I'm. This is the happiest I will be in my lifetime. Here we go. Question number one, Mikey. Pick a Disney song for your entrance music. You got. 
be prepared, part of your world, just can't wait to be king, make a man out of you, bare necessities, friend like me, trash in the camp, which if you don't know is the shooby-doop-dabby-dup from Tarzan, let it go, or everybody wants to be a cat. These are some tough choices. It should be said, all these pictures are just like, pick a Disney song for your entrance music. This is just like a, just text on a blank background of a random wrestler. So we have Stone Cold Steve Austin pointing at us, saying which Disney song for your entrance. It's just BuzzFeed, I don't know what you're doing over there. Which Disney song would Stone Cold have for his music? Based on these chests, he would definitely... He would have the idea of trash in the camp, but the song's too, you know, Sammy Zany. Yeah. Um, it's too ska. It's too ska. Uh, um, hmm. I feel like, no, Be Prepared is too, like, Undertaker. Be Prepared is Undertaker. <laughs> um, called Steve Austin would probably have uh, Make a Man Out of You, maybe? Bear, part of, yeah, maybe... Yeah, maybe make a man out of you. That might be my guess. I pick Just Can't Wait to Be King. I'm picking Friend Like Me because I really like that song. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Fro- Princess and the Frog, right? Uh, Yeah, I think that's correct. Yeah. It's the one where he's singing to his shadow. Who has the best... We're going, I'm skipping. Who has the best facial hair? That's fair. Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Undertaker, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, The Rock... Does the Rock have facial hair? This picture is th- in this in this picture. In he this picture, it's the Rock from the Hercules movie. That doesn't count. So it's probably it's probably a fake beard. Honestly, it is. I'm fairly certain. Uh, Batista, Brock Lesnar, which never had a beard in WWE, but that's fine. Damian Sandow, of all wrestlers, you picked him, and Daniel Bryan. Listen, if we're talking beards, Damian Sandow is a pretty good one. That is true. That is, that is fairly true. I'm going to go with Batista. I think I'm going to go with Damien Sano. Okay, fine. I see how it is. God. I like this beard. Damien... It's like, well, it's bi- it's big and bushy, but also well-kept. That is true. He has al- he's always had that look. What what do you think Damien Sano is doing right now? Is he still, is he still I... wrestling on the indies or anything? I do not know. I know he went to Impact at one point. As Aaron Stevens. Interesting. Yes. I know he he announced in April 4th, 2017 that he was no longer with Impact and he would take a break from wrestling to focus on acting. You go, Sandow. Now, according to this, he has no filmography. Well, bummer. I mean, wrestling is basically acting. Essentially. What do you look for in a significant other, Mikey? Um, do you look for honesty? Compassion, good looks, open-mindedness, loyalty, charm, passion, adventure, or money. Who would go with loyalty right in the middle? A, a good Kendrick Lamar song. All of these sound like different Kendrick Lamar songs. <laughs> um, uh, Mikey, we both have girlfriends. That's true. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm fairly certain that both of them listen to the show. So I'm going to go with money. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I think I'm gonna go with honesty on this one. Uh, that's if we're going for real answers. Yeah, uh, money would be nice, but uh, I prefer <laughs> honesty. Uh, pick a macho man. Here we go. My oh, it's favorite. Like, it's question. like pick the Undertaker. My favorite question on any Buzzfeed, Buzzfeed quiz is literally just pick a picture. 
Don't know how this has to do with anything, but sure. We got a bunch of different Macho Man pictures. It's hard to describe all of them. I'm going to go with the middle one because it looks like a picture from the Cream of the Crop promo. I'm going to go with the one right next to it where he's holding on the Slim Jims. <laughs> oh, perfect. Perfect, perfect. What would you do in an actual fight? Interesting. Kick them in the crotch. Grab the nearest object. Punch and run. Finally, use your karate skills. Talk a lot of trash. Reach a diplomatic solution. Run at them wildly. Make a creepy face and scare them. Or stand there and hope they'll be intimidated by you. That's a tough one. Because, <laughs> like, I'm trying to think of, like, what would happen if somebody actually stepped to me and, like, what my sincere reaction would be. And I don't know. Because <laughs> I've never gotten in a fight before, so I literally have no idea. Mm-hmm. That is true. That is true. What are you thinking? I'm thinking run at them wildly. I, I, I don't want to punch them, but I'm thinking if I if I run at them like a bear, then I could scare them. <laughs> With your arms up like, rah! Yeah, yeah. I'm, scare, I'm trying to scare them into submission. Because, I mean, sure, we all watch wrestling. We all like think we know a couple wrestling moves. So I'm going to be like, okay, I'm just going to run at them. And I guess I'll see how it goes. We all think we know how to suplex somebody. Yeah, whether or not we have the strength to do such a thing. Um, it's like, yeah, sure. I'll just put someone to like a half Nelson or a, I don't know, a double wrist lock and then I'll call it a day. I think I would reach a diplomatic solution because I feel like if somebody actually tried to fight me, I would know that I can't fight. So I would definitely try to talk my way out of it. That's fair. That is fair. Like, I'm not, I'm not like, re- like when it says reach a diplomatic solution, I'm not thinking like, hey man, let's, let's be friends now. I'm just thinking, how do I talk my way out of this? <laughs> Also true. Also true. What movie villain would you fight? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> or, I guess, in your instance, reach a diplomatic solution with. <laughs> Who would I convince might be? Voldemort from Harry Potter. Bane from The Dark Knight Rises. Darth Vader from Star Wars. Loki from Thor. Corella Deville from 101 Dalmatians. Jason from Friday the 13th. Gollum from Lord of the Rings, Gideon Graves from Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, Scar from The Lion King. I could probably take her out of the Ville. She's just an old lady. Wow. The only woman in this category, Mikey, and you're saying you would like to beat up well, that old lady. You're on, you okay, want to so, beat up an old no, no, no. woman. I could take Cruella, and I could probably take Gollum, because, like... Golem doesn't have any mystical power. He's just like a little troll person. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely going for Golem. You can the probably only... just kick him across the room. The only downside to fighting Golem is that you know he's slippery. Yeah. Like You, you just tell by looking at him. He's, it's like, like, he's, he's got... just covered in oil. He's just covered in baby oil. So it would be like it. a WWE match where everyone's just covered in baby oil. Good point. Good point. But like also, like, a lo- like Bane is super strong. No way. Darth Vader, Voldemort, Loki... They all got powers. All, all have mystical powers. Yeah, all have, like, powers who, who can fuck you up. Scar is a fucking lion. <laughs> Jason is a zombie, so he wouldn't die and he would just kill you with his machete. Yeah. And Gideon can, like, pull a sword out of his chest like he did in the movie. Yeah. He has that, like, cane sword. So, Gollum or Cruella DeVille is the tactical smart answer. Yeah. I'm going with Gollum. Think, me too, because I think I could just kind of punt him. You gotta be kidding me on this next question. (laughs) (laughs) Mike, you would like to say what the next question is? Woo! I thank you for adding the question mark in there at the end. And then the answers are, woo! 
So <laughs> it's and just that's a bunch of different pictures of Ric Flair. Uh, I know what, I, what I'm going with. I'm going to go with the middle picture because it is definitely a screenshot from the Jay Lethal Ric Flair TNA promo. Woo off. The woo off. And I was a big fan of that, so I'm going with that woo. Which one are you going with, Mikey? I'm going to go with uh, bottom left old man Ric Flair. Old man retirement speech Ric Flair? Yeah. Oh, Oh, what a good day. Oh, man. Oh, you don't like the finisher you got, I hear. Oh, man. Okay, well, what I got, Mikey, as my finisher was Daniel Bryan's The Flying Knee. That's neat. People underestimate you, but there's more to you than meets the eye. You don't have time for theatrics and flair. If you want to get the job done, you get it done. You got a no-nonsense approach to life, and when it comes to a fight, you're all about winning by any means necessary. Nice. That's that's fair. That's I mean, pretty good. Sure. That's pretty I'd, good. All BuzzFeed quizzes to me are like, um, sort of like... Uh, Take it with a grain of salt. Maybe. Yeah, it's a, they're sort of vague that could apply to really everyone. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah, sure, that sounds like me. I don't know. Like, yeah. what did you get? I got the attitude adjustment. Oh, interesting. You're so the first words are you're Superman. You'll never <laughs> give you'll never give up until you win. Some people see your upbeat personality as annoying, but who cares? You live by loyalty, hustle, and respect. No one will ever change that about you. All you need all you need it all you need it to give people a little bit What the hell is the <laughs> last sentence? Hold on. All you need it to give people a little attitude adjustment, and they'll always fall in line. I don't know if that one fits you that much. Me neither. I like how it insults you halfway through it. Yeah, some people find you annoying, but who cares? (laughs) Thank thank you, I guess. The last sentence is like, all you need it to give people a little attitude adjustment. Like, what? (laughs) What is that sentence? Wow. That's not a sentence people say. That's hilarious. I wonder how much it would be if I changed a single answer. Is it too late to change? Oh, I can't rechange it. Damn it. I was like, I wonder what You can retake the quiz if you want. No, no, I'm good. Uh, (laughs) In fact, what I want to do is actually, Mikey, I want to hit those books. Yeah, let's hit the books. That was a a quick, sneaky in to hit those books. Hold on. Yeah. Let's hit those books. <laughs> I do not cut out that full minute long pause you took. <laughs> Leave that in. You said it was too quick, so I had to slow it down a little bit. <laughs> I <laughs> I don't know where to go go from from here. I don't know what to do anymore. Maybe into hitting those books. Now that time, Mikey, you spent ten minutes to to take a full pause to say that maybe you need to. Then you took a ten minute full length pause, didn't talk, and then you fucking said hit those books. <laughs> no, I said what I did was, I said it's time to. And then next episode, I said, hit those books. Ooh, a <laughs> And that's how we started the next episode. A cliffhanger. I like it. 
okay, well then, <laughs> that all out of the way. Let's hit those books. Last week on SmackDown Live, the return home show um, from Survivor Series. Yep, yep. Which we got the Survivor Series results in, Mikey. Apparently, not our, we expected. Not that great. We got a 2.64 overall, with the best being the Becky Lynch Ronda Rousey match. It's because Raw won so much. That's what I think. Literally, that's my theory: is that Raw won a lot, and I I think because of that, maybe it hindered or gendered our results. We got hindered by gender. Yeah, we got a four in Becky Lynch, Ronda Rousey. That's our highest. Our lowest being a one in the Raw Women's uh, Survivor Series match. We gave them Sasha Banks versus Bailey at the end. And they got a one. What are we going to do? I blame Raw. It's Raw's fault. It's got to be, right? I blame Raw on that one. Raw was Um, probably very botchy, and their, their shit was probably not together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, well, we got the Return Home Show coming off of that show anyways. Let's go through it and give you some results, Mikey, from those polls. We only got the booking poll, um, obviously, because of scheduling, I guess. Um, show opener, Ms. TV with the Calgary Kid. Um, the two talk about how lame Dan O'Brien is. Then who comes out? None other than, of course, Dan Bryan. He thinks about talking, but instead, you know what? There's nothing else else left to say and he decides to charge that ring gm page stops him decides to make a match between the miz and dan bryan Mm -hmm. tonight in a steel cage neat this gets a three out of four Uh, Um, on that excitro fairly good fairly good nice um nice roderick strong versus cesaro Adam Cole on commentary and everyone else really there, except for AJ Styles. I wonder where he is. Well, guess what? During the match, Styles pops up behind the announce table and attacks Adam Cole from behind. Boom. He was hiding O'Reilly the whole time. Go- he was hiding. O'Reilly goes to help Adam Cole, but instead he eats a brogue kick from Sheamus. Bobby Fish runs over then to get Sheamus, jumps off the steel steps and kneels, knees Sheamus into the face. Uh, Roger Strong then hits Cesaro with the end of Heartache, then wins the match, then Undisputed Era bounces out and leaves through the arena. This gets on the booking meter a 3.5 out of 4. Nice. Next up is a promo where Becky Lynch comes out and talks about how she is now officially not only the best woman on the SmackDown Live roster, but the best woman in the division. Possibly, quite possibly, the best woman in all of women's wrestling currently. She is is the man. She has defeated the undefeated Ronda Rousey at Survivor Series. She is the best. Let's go, Becky. Um, Nia Jack's music plays, but she doesn't come out. Instead, she jumps Becky Lynch from behind. Then Bailey runs down from from the gorilla position, I guess, uh, and (laughs) stops and calms down Nia Jax, and then the two leave. So we got friction, and that Bailey Nia Jax team but it looks like becky lynch has possibly got a new challenger on her hands mm-hmm. Oof. this gets a four out of four on the booking neato next up ray mysterio versus bray wyatt during the match luke harper comes back out with the goat mask on and he stands at the entrance ramp not doing anything he just stands there mysterio gets distracted which makes sense he did 
get attacked by Harper during his Survivor Series match. That's um, true. Uh, and uh, uh, Harper, sorry, Wyatt uses this and hits Rey Mysterio with the sister Abigail and picks up the win. The lights flicker and Harper is gone. Wyatt follows up the ramp looking for Harper. This gets a four out of four on the booking. Mm-hmm. Uh, backstage, immediately backstage, Wyatt finds Harper with the goat mask. Wyatt is scared. He doesn't know what Harper is doing, says Abigail's been deleted. He doesn't know what's happening. The lights then flicker when they come back on. The goat mask is gone. Harper's just standing there with no goat mask, and he's very, very much confused about how he got here. He doesn't know what's happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, very interesting. Um, this gets also a four out of four on the booking. So people are liking this Wyatt angle. Yeah. Which is interesting. I'm glad people are liking it. Yeah, uh, me too. Um, Next up in the tag match, the Usos versus the Revival. Um, Very much straightforward tag match here. I imagine it's fairly good, but Jimmy Uso picks up the win over Dash Wilder. Booking gets a two out of four, however. Bummer. Yeah, slight bummer. Um, uh, It did get, I mean, it's a two out of four average, so it did get a threes and ones that average out to be a two. Um, So some people liked it. Some people were upset. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows what people are thinking? Um, Next up, in our main event, that steel cage match, Dan Bryan versus The Miz. A very nice match. The Calgary Kid is standby throws a chair into the ring and the Miz uses it on Dan Bryan at some point Bryan tries to escape the Calgary kid tries to stop him but before he can stop him Dan Bryan rips the kid's mask off revealing of course Mike Kanellis Bryan then pushes him off the cage and into and through the announce table below so an insane spot uh Bryan then comes back down um, uses the chair that was used on him earlier, throws it at the mid and hits him with that running knee, my finisher, <laughs> onto the Miz, pins him, one, two, three, Dan Bryan defeats the Miz in a steel cage match. Booking gets a 3.5 out of 4. Nice, 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 nice. Yes. A very, very good, very strong show, getting an overall booking score of 3.43. Solid, solid. So a very strong show indeed. But let's not let's continue these storylines from last week and let's do some new let's let's figure them out. Let's hit those books, Mikey, and figure it all out. We got a new show to book and uh let's see what we can do within it. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Mikey, do you have any ideas right off the bat? Um Unlike last time, I don't. Okay. Uh... Um well, I do think we should get something with Bray Wyatt. Okay. Because I like what's happening with that storyline. I agree. Also, the fact that, if I'm not mistaken, let me look it up, but I believe... I mean, okay, so let me. I should say this. Our next pay-per-view will be Clash of Champions. Nice. That date, let me give you in a second... Um, as my, as my, as it loads on my computer, but if I'm not mistaken, Mikey, this is, um, Bray Wyatt's first victory on SmackDown Live since this brand split for our shows. And this 
first win for him is against the United States champion, Rey Mysterio. He pinned the champion. That's true. So, something tells me that this might be our U.S. title match at Clash of Champions. That'd be cool. In what, cap- in what capacity, I have no clue. But <laughs> How we're going to get there, we don't know. We know the end result. <laughs> yes. Um, Clash of Champions pay-per-view will be on December 16th. Neato. Neato indito. Um, but yeah, something feels like we should do something with that Wyatt match. Also, something tells me we should have maybe another Usos revival match. Something also tells me we should do maybe something, an Undisputed Era versus uh, uh, Sheamus. Yeah, I was thinking uh, Kyle O'Reilly versus Sheamus or uh, Bobby Fish versus Sheamus. Who would want to? Who? What makes more sense? So Sheamus bro kicked Kyle Riley last week, but Bobby Fish need him in the face, which will be also which will be a better matchup. I think Kyle Riley would be the one who would kind of want to like fight him after mm-hmm. that because he's the one who got like destroyed by Sheamus. I think he would want to be like, I gotta redeem myself and fight him. That's fair. That is fair, and I do agree with that. Uh, I'm just gonna make a checklist of things we maybe want to do i'm thinking maybe a bray wyatt promo of some variety i don't know um and then maybe an usos revival match i don't know something like that mm-hmm. um it is I, essentially the very first things i book i pitched were 50 50 booking um actually you know i do think kyle riley might get the win though you think yeah something tells me he might get the win um I don't know how. Um, uh, we also want to do something new with Dan Bryan. Mm. Um, and that, in turn, would also mean something new with The Miz and Mike Kanellis. Yep. Um, we got to do something of Nia Jax. I feel like if we don't do something of Bailey, it's definitely something... Sorry, no. If we don't do something with Becky, then I think there's something that we could do with Nia Jax and Bailey. Okay. I'm just going to write Nia Jax, Bailey, Becky, question mark. I was thinking maybe like a Nia Jax, ba- like a Nia Jax, Bailey, like backstage segment. Mm-hmm. Or something. Yeah, that's what I was sort of thinking as well. I was thinking either that or a tag match versus someone. We also desperately need a women's match today. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. We did not have one last week. Oh, dang. Yeah, we definitely need a women's match. What else? What what other ideas we got? I got Kyle Riley, Sheamus, Usos Revival, Bray Wyatt promo, something of Nijax, Bailey, Becky, something new of Brian, something new of Ms. Canellis. Obviously, we can't maybe do all of these in one show. What other maybe storylines do we got going? Oh, I wanted to do something with, because Charlotte Flair is now back from her injury, mm-hmm. uh, we have Charlotte Flair back. That's true. Um, I wanted to do something with Charlotte Flair and the Country Club. Handicap match? Handicap match. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Maybe just a tag match. and Charlotte Flair and Tamina. Because I'm thinking... Because here's my, here's my pitch, Mikey. Um, Country Club are upset by the fact that they weren't in the Survivor Series team. They didn't get on it. Um, sort of blame Paige a little bit for that. 
because um, Paige was just finding additional women to be on the roster, to be on the team. Yeah. Um, I like how I said Paige, even though it's kind of us. Yeah. Uh, it's Paige through us. Or us through Paige? Oh, wherever they are. Either wherever one. Is. I, don't, I don't know. Um, but I also think Country Club will have take maybe manifest that into having an issue with Tamina and Charlotte Flair. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, that allows us to maybe have some sort of rivalry where Charlotte Flair is away from the title for a little bit. Okay. So those are my pitches so far. I like the tag um, match idea. I'm just going to write Flair, Country Club, and then Tamina? I don't know. Um, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just literally I'm just get, trying to get all of our storylines in our heads and see what we can do onto this show. Of course, of course. Is there any other ones that you kind of want to do? Something with Drew McIntyre? Something with Drew McIntyre. Uh, definitely. Because he he seems to be a big uh, a big draw here, according to yes. our polls. Mm-hmm. I mean, also something with Rollins, Nakamura, Balor, the singing tag team. Yeah, dude. Damn. Yeah, dude. We got all. <laughs> More thinking about this is like like okay. So let's so let I'm gonna write this down. I mean, something with any of these people. Like again, we. The, the 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 thing stressed about this show a lot is that like not a lot of show it feels like for a lot of different storylines like already we have maybe two matches but also a promo segment we have one two three four five six seven eight maybe right now maybe eight segments we could do we really have like room for a couple uh plus nothing right now for nakamura balor rusev rollins singing tag team um, or any of our other tag teams, mm. we don't got much for them currently. Yeah, it's kind of a mess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like there's a lot of people. Oh, and I can un- completely under like it. I think if anything, I'm getting out of the show is that I completely understand the idea of like. How, like, when some people complain that, like, oh, we haven't seen these people in a while. It's like, well, we're doing our... It's hard to get everyone on the show, really. But we got to start booking some matches. Um, What are we thinking? Oh, so let's maybe match up some people. We want to do something new with Daniel Bryan. What do you have in mind in that variety? What what do you have in mind? We could do a Daniel Bryan-Drew McIntyre feud. I... Agree and like it. Um, what what would be the storyline surrounding that? That's what I'm trying to think of. It can't be like number one contendership because that's. Well, I'm pretty sure that's going to be Adam Cole in the future, considering what we're building. Yeah, it right now. Right now, I'll tell you about what's in my head on the horizon. Mm-hmm. And I, you maybe you might agree, but it makes sense. Okay, in my head for what we're building. Clash of Champions, winners take all. I was, yeah, yeah. I was thinking the same thing. Let's go. The Bar and AJ Styles versus the Undisputed Era. Winner take all. I love it. 
that's a goddamn match. That's I a love it. that's a gosh dang. That's I mean, a we, class of champions match right there. You want to put the titles on the line? Let's do it in a big way. Yeah, that is, and that is definitely a clash of champions. Um, I don't know. Uh, we obviously could split them up as well. I think that maybe that is maybe more dependent about what we could do. Because obviously, if it's like, oh, we want to have an interference in the AJ Styles match, then maybe Undisputed Era can't be in the match, or mm-hmm. some other person, maybe someone returning, Kevin Owens or something. Who knows? Uh, or Nakamura, yeah. <laughs> Triple H somehow. What are we? What are we? Any, and so we got. We want to do something with McIntyre, Bryan, and how do we form a storyline with them? I guess in the min- in the meantime, maybe let's just do some of these these matches. Mm-hmm. What makes well? What, what hold on? What makes more sense, Kyle Riley and Sheamus or a Cole Styles? I feel like we hold off on Cole Styles. Okay. Let let I feel like everyone knows it's coming at this point, so let's just build to it. Okay, I agree. Okay, then we'll do Kyle Riley versus Sheamus in this show. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any preference where? Um, Should we I don't have think it show, be the show opener as well? I think that'd be fine. Yeah, uh, and then we'll move it if we have a better idea for something else. Mm. Um, okay, okay. So what's the setup in this match? What what's what's going on? I think. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly's man that he got broke kicked in the face. So he comes out playing his NXT tag title like a guitar. Depending whether or not they still have it, because in our universe, there is a takeover at Survivor Series. Oh, that's true. So I, w- I would argue that they don't they no longer have it. Yeah, they got called up. Let's say they lost it to uh, uh, War Some- Raiders. Someone, yeah. Who, someone, who knows? Sure. Okay. So they come the, to the ring. The uh, I I heard rumor that uh, uh, Raul Mendoza and Kona Reeves are the new tag champs. Wow, incredible! Yeah, came up kind of out of nowhere, huh? Uh, hey, the the randomizer will do that to you. Not TM six one, not the Street Profits, not the War Raiders, not yeah, Heavy no. Machinery. No, no, none of those people. Just uh, you know, Raul Mendoza. Um and uh, Kona Reeves. <laughs> Is it bad that Not I had to sc- I, I had to scroll through our list to try to find what <laughs> Kona Reeves' name is? Dude, what do you mean? He got called up in our preview episodes, Ryan. How, do, how could you forget him? Ah, a reference to only to an alternate timeline. To an alternate timeline that only we know about. I, I like that alternate timeline. Like I like this timeline much better. Me like too. even though we, like, we don't we, have Kona Reeves on the main roster, where we didn't have Kona Reeves hype up to the main <laughs> roster at SummerSlam, I think it was. Yeah, it was something crazy. Instead, we got the Undisputed Era. Yep, it's pretty good. Yep. I can't wait for the randomizer. I'll take that trade pick, any day. I can't wait to pick have the randomizer pick Kona Reeves in the show. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, okay, Kyle Riley versus Sheamus. He's com- you said he was coming out with uh, still air guitaring, probably nothing. I mean, he would, of course, be air guitaring. He's he's Kyle O'Reilly. Kyle O'Reilly, I imagine he's coming out with Roderick Strong and um, Bobby Fish. I mm-hmm. imagine Seamus is obviously coming out with Cesaro. Where's yeah. Adam Cole and AJ Styles? Are they coming out as well, or are they just doing something else? Um, I don't know, maybe... Do you want, do you want to have them all come out like all of Undisputed Era come out and then AJ Styles on commentary this time? 
That's an interesting idea. We could probably do that. Like have AJ sitting on commentary and have all of uh, Undisputed Era just kind of by ringside. Mm-hmm. Just watching Kyle Riley and stuff. Yeah. It's not a bad idea. We can do that. Okay. Okay. Um, let me just write that down. Styles on commentary. Okay. How does this all fall apart, really? <laughs> hmm. How does this all go wrong? I do think Kyle Riley should pick up the win here. I agree, but are, is it because of interference? Yeah, how is the question? Hmm. How is definitely the question. Um, so Styles on commentary. I imagine maybe Adam Cole comes up to Styles on commentary and sort of gets in his face. Mm-hmm. At, would it be weird for Adam Cole to too sweet? Uh, AJ Styles? Maybe? I don't know. Probably. Yeah, it would probably be weird. Okay. I was thinking of maybe like... Uh, uh, maybe like a spot... Uh, maybe they're like outside the ring. And... No, never mind. I don't know. I was gonna say maybe like... One of the, the bar members was like... Holding a an Undisputed Era member, and, like, Sheamus goes to, like, bro-kick them, and he misses and hits Cesaro or something. Or, like, maybe, like, a like an on-the-apron kind of thing. I don't know. And then he's like, oh, no, I hit my partner. Ah, and then he gets all, stu- he gets all like, upset, and then he turns around, and Kyle O'Reilly's there with his finisher. Yeah. Yeah. What is, what is Kyle's, Kyle O'Reilly's finisher? Yeah, I want to say it's an arm bar. Of some kind. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Do, 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 do. I'm just gonna look it up. Okay. Wait. Okay, so I like that. I like the idea that you're. Where the hell is? Okay. There it is. Yeah. I like your. Okay. Idea. So maybe Kyle like O'Reilly's leaning up on the ropes or something, and he's having a little bit of a, like he's like yelling at Cesaro, and Cesaro like gets up on the ropes to yell at his face, and Sheamus comes up to hit Kyle O'Reilly, and Kyle O'Reilly like ducks out of the way, and he hits Cesaro. With a bro kick? Bro kick or clothesline or something like that, yeah. I don't know. I was thinking, yeah. Bro kick sounds fine. Bro kick is good. Okay, bro kick from Sheamus to Cesaro. Uh, Sheamus then gets finished by Kyle. I cannot find where Kyle O'Reilly's finisher is. But let's just, I think he's a, he's a, is, I think he'll probably just throw on an arm bar. Yeah. Does he make Seamus tap? Bold. They're here to take over. Bold. Part of me says, hey, if you're saying you take over, I mean, you kind of have to pick up some wins here mm-hmm. to show that you are dominant, that you beat Cesaro last week, you out-tough-guyed Cesaro last week, and now you're going to make Seamus tap. I mean, he is, he is a submission specialist, so. Yeah. And this isn't a sleeper hold, so we can't do that he's a submission specialist Seamus is a big dude and all the fervor and everything maybe he pa- tapping out to an arm bar is a good idea I don't know yeah hmm I don't know I feel like it's fine okay let's do it then Seamus taps to the arm bar okay um ooh ooh ooh, ooh, ooh. what if he gets to the ropes 
and he has his hand on them, but the ref doesn't see. And while the ref isn't, like, seeing that his hand is on them, one of the Undisputed Era members, like, takes his hand off, and then he taps. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Like, like, I like, like that. takes his hand off the ropes and, like, kind of, like, pushes it, like, kind of, like, shoves it away. By his hand, do you mean Seamus's hand? Yeah. Seamus goes to the rope break, but because the referee is not paying attention, uh, Bobby Fish or whatever. Or, like, he's on the other side and doesn't see it. Yeah, and Bobby Fish kind of, like, hits it. Or or Bobby Fish is just pulling the ropes farther away. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, let's do that. Like, he goes rope break and he just pulls the ropes away. I like it. I like it. Um, okay, and then Undisputed Era celebrate, and then somehow AJ Styles does something. I mean, yeah, I feel like AJ Styles and uh, Adam Cole kind of argue with each other again. So, all right, so the they all roll out of the ring. Why would it? Why for any reason would they go just? To, towards Styles would to just brag, be braggadocious, or would they just leave to go back up the ramp? I mean, I feel like they, I feel like Undisputed Era, if they're all still standing at the end and the bar is both out, I feel like they might get a little cocky toward AJ Styles because they have the numbers game, you know. Mm-hmm. They're like, they probably step up to him and be like, "What's he gonna do about it?" Literally, all four of them just like. Just step up to Styles and just like complain to him, Adam, Co- or just not complain. Adam Cole mostly, all like blah blah blah. Yeah, Adam Cole like mostly steps up, and the like. Let's say Adam Cole steps up, and everyone's backing him up. Yeah, yeah, essentially. Uh, then what? Styles starts throwing some forearms. Yeah, Styles starts beating up on AJ Styles, and then like he gets mad, and he goes at he. Uh, Styles gets mad and goes at Cole. Yeah. And he just gets overpowered by the four of them because the bar because Sheamus is in the ring after he just got submitted, so his arm is like all messed up. Cesaro just got broke kicked, so like there's nobody really to help him right now, you know. Yeah. So maybe we just do that. Styles throws some forearms, but then he gets his butt beaten down. Yeah, and undisputed Iris stands tall. Okay, I get he gets outnumbered. Um, by Undisputed Era. Okay, cool. Like, there's some parts where it looks like he might come back, but doesn't. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. I like it, my dude. Okay. That's match one. Let us think about some more ideas and think about some more storylines. When we come back, we'll book the rest of the show, everyone. Stay tuned. back mikey we only got one match so far really behind that buzzfeed quiz took up a lot of time uh yeah but it's good because i have the running me and you have the attitude adjustment anyways anyways uh let's book we do have this other match idea of the usos revival do you want to plop that in there uh yeah let's do that any ideas i mean honestly i feel like we'll we'll mess up the match card after we're done with all this show of course um, okay, but let's think. Russo's revival. Who gets the win here? Uh, do the Ustos steal it again, or does the revival come out on top this time? I mean, part of me really wants the revival to come out on top, but uh, that's that is really falling into fifty-fifty booking territory. But also, part of me does. Part of me doesn't want the Usos to win again because it's like, fuck, the revival can't pick up a win at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I 
God, they gotta pick up a win here. Because <laughs> I don't think... I don't think that... They're, yeah, they're currently 0 for 3. <laughs> Yikes. They have not picked up a win at all yet. So part of me is like, maybe they should get the win. What do you think? Yeah, I, I say that's a little, the revival pick up the win here. Yeah, just an easy easy peasy revival DZ win. Mm-hmm. Easy peasy revival, sure. Yeah. Um, let's say... Uh, what's what's the big old move? Who does it? I'll, I'll, let's say Dash pins J. Sounds good. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, uh, Revival hit them with the Shatter Machine. Dash Wilder pins J. Uso. They pick up the win for the Revival. Um, yep. Uh, just a hard, just a clean, hard fought match. It's hard to book you because it's just like, hey, have a good wrestling match out there, uh, and that's something we can't control. But I, I, I like to imagine that these are solid, tech, like not technical, but like, well, maybe, but like these are solid like wrestling matches happening. Yeah. Or at least I like to think that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I would really hope so. It's yeah. two very good teams, so mm-hmm. it should be. Yeah. So that's that's what I believe. Okay, well, what else? What else we got? Any other ideas, Mike, you have with any of these people? Uh, I'm thinking a Mike Kanellis match. Mike Kanellis match, okay. Versus Mi- with With Miz by his side, of course. Of course, naturally. Um, versus... Hmm. We got, we got a couple people free. Um, Dan Bryan, we're going to move past him. Seth Rollins, Rusev, Balor, Sin Cara, and that's essentially it. Here's actually my pitch. Okay. Mike Kanellis versus Mojo Rawley. Here's why. Interest Two heels. Here's why. I'm thinking... You know how Miz kind of uh, took Mike Kanellis from, like, being a nobody to kind of being on the card a lot and being an interesting character? Okay. Mojo Raleigh has been kind of ignored lately. Maybe Mojo Raleigh wants to get under the Miz's wing here instead of Mike Kanellis. Maybe he feels like he's more worthy than Mike Kanellis is of getting a spot like Mike Kanellis has had, you know? How Mojo Raleigh believes that he should be higher up on the card. He should be in the spotlight like like Canellis currently is. Interesting. So he tries to take out. So basically it's a Mike Canellis versus Mojo Raleigh match. And Mojo Raleigh is basically trying to prove to the Miz that he's better than Mike Canellis. Interesting. Okay. Something like that is what I'm thinking. Is there an issue in the fact that they're both heels currently? I don't know. I don't know if that's really an issue because I feel like it's just Mojo Raleigh has his issues with whoever he wants to have his issues with. I feel like I feel like it's a good, I don't know. This is going to sound like me tweeting my own horn, but I feel like it's a good enough reason for it to be a heel versus heel match. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's sort of like um it's sort of like a weird sort of um well if anything Raleigh would be playing sort of like a tweener role 
yeah in a weird way yeah okay we can do that mike canales versus mojo raleigh do we want like a new miztourage or do we want mojo raleigh trying to replace mike canales I did have that thought of a new Miz Taraj when you said Mojo Raleigh. Like a new like Mike Canelli Mojo Raleigh kind of Miz Taraj sort of thing going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or do we want to have Mike Canellis and Mojo Raleigh fighting for that spot of like Miz's apprentice sort of thing? Well, part of me, I mean, no offense to Mojo Raleigh, but part of me says like that storyline could be used for like someone like a, 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 as a way for like a face to turn heel. Mm-hmm. The problem being, Mojo Raleigh's already heel. One, two. What other faces would you do that with? Rusev, Rollins, Ballard. None of them make sense. The only other one that's low on the card is Sin Cara. Is Sin Cara, and I can't picture Sin Cara in that spot so maybe it is mojo raleigh i was also thinking mike canellis was gonna have a match with somebody and then mojo raleigh was gonna attack him from behind that's interesting a a, a match of mojo of mike canellis versus someone mojo raleigh attacks from behind or what if if just a match of mojo raleigh versus someone but then we have miz watching it backstage i don't know because i think i like the because I feel like Miz is kind of, like, not really thinking about it. Because he's just like, oh, I got my Canelis. So I have nothing else to worry about, you know? But True. I I was thinking, like, fuck, what was I going to say now? I just lost my train of thought. I was thinking Mojo Raleigh was going to, like, kind of force himself into this and, like, be like, look, Miz, you should be paying attention to me now. Okay. Okay. Let's, let's, let's book that match. In our main event... <laughs> Oh shit! What are we gonna do for our main event? I don't know yet. Uh, I'm excited to find out what it could be. Me too. Uh, Mojo Raleigh, Mike Canellis. Who picks up the win here? I think Mojo. Mojo's got it, right? Mojo Jojo picks up the win. Mojo picks up his first win on SmackDown. Mojo Jojo causes interference. <laughs> Uh, Mojo Mojo Jojo Raleigh has only had one loss, and it was to Finn Balor. Yeah, let's say Mojo Raleigh picks up the win here. Hands Mike Canellis what I think uh, is so, his first loss. Um, I believe so. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so what what do you think happens here? What what's the sort of situation? What's the ending to this match? I think Mojo just like straight up just like uh, like at the end he like he just beats Mike Canellis kind of fair and square Miz was kind of like I feel like Miz actually didn't interfere which is weird like Miz like kind of saw Mojo beating up on Mike Canellis and Miz kind of like was like huh like let's see how this goes do you think oh do you think the Miz after the match sort of handshakes Mojo Raleigh I was thinking Mojo Raleigh goes up to the Miz and they kind of like give each other like a little like nod you know and then the Miz helps up Mike Canales and they leave. Yeah. Like like Miz like looks up like like as Mojo's leaving, Mojo kinda looks at him and Miz is kinda like nice. Like he gives him like a little like nod, like, Alright, alright, I see you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna write down Miz gives Mojo the Huh. <laughs> I, I see you. 
The huh, I see you nod. Yes. Uh, and then the, Mike Canales and Miz leave together. Mm. Interesting. Interesting what could be happening over there. Okay, that's something new with Miz and Canales. Um... I'm thinking we do some sort of Bray Wyatt promo here somewhere. Also a women's match. We need a women's match. Also a women's match. Um, uh, but we can easily put a promo in between one of these matches. So we oh, have two dang. more matches left, plus the show opener. Hmm. But I do think we should have a get we should get a promo with Bray Wyatt. Is Bray, is Bray Wyatt the show opener? I mean, quite possibly. Or is there something with the Undisputed Era and AJ Styles and all of them being the show opener? Yeah, I like that. I like it being the bar, the, like the bar, AJ Styles and Undisputed, maybe like Undisputed Era. I don't know who. Undisputed Era opens the show? Yeah, sure. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. Uh, what are they blabbing about? They're probably blabbing about how Roderick Strong beats Cesaro and how and Adam AJ, Cole pins AJ Styles was out of line for what he did last week. Even though Adam I did Cole the same pinned thing. him in a match. Yeah, true. And I, yeah, and Adam Cole pinned a champion. Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um just, you know, some good old self promotion. Yeah, of course. And the bar is like, why don't you put your money where your mouth is? Why don't you, like, fight? Like, like Kyle, didn't you eat Didn't you uh, eat a big bro kick last week? Like, how did that taste or something? I don't know. Some bullshit like that. We Again, we don't write the promos yeah. here. Like, they're, like, the bar comes out and they're like, oh, why don't, like, why don't we fight then about it? Okay, so just the bar come out. I'm... Does AJ Styles come out, then the bar comes out to back him up, maybe? Yeah, that sounds right. Maybe, like, right. AJ comes out and he's like, listen, listen. He's talking about how, like, yeah, maybe you beat me, but it sure wasn't fair, you know? Like, you cheated, blah, 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 you didn't do it, like, whatever. The whole I'm the face and you're the heel thing. Yeah, Styles admits he lost, but... It's because they cheated. Yeah, it's because they have the numbers game. So I got I got some some assistance, I guess, and the bar comes out. I got some guys to now back to back me up here. Oh, okay, okay, because they cheated, and they outnumbered him. But he's got people to back him up, which is the bar. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. And then the bar come out. The bar say anything? The bar the Cesaro's probably like, Yeah, your your win was a fluke or something. I don't know. I don't know, dude. I can't write promos. <laughs> um Um well I'm just trying to write plot points. Um you got people to back him up. Seamus essentially challenges Kyle O'Reilly to a yeah. match. And then we have a yep. match. Okay, and Styles goes on commentary. And then all that other stuff happens. Yep. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, women's match. What do we got? Hmm. 
Um, we have two different options. We have either something, or maybe do both. Um, we have something with Nia Jax, Bailey, and Becky. Uh-huh. And we also have something with Flair versus Country Club and maybe throwing Tamina into the mix. Plus, we currently have nothing for Carmella and Lana. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we got all those things. What are we thinking? What are you? Th- what, any, anything coming out to your mind? Um, I'm thinking, I was thinking maybe something along the lines of, uh, Charlotte, like, like, uh, the country club challenge, Charlotte, and Paige is like, if you could find a partner, you could have a, you can have a match, you know, like something like that. And it's like, she has to find a partner and the partner ends up being Tamina or something like that. Like we have a whole Charlotte mystery partner sort of thing oh that's the storyline of the show i think that yeah i think that's like for the show like like it's like charlotte mystery partner the mystery partner ends up being tamina and then we get tamina and charlotte versus the country club okay okay yeah yeah so okay so let's say after match one we have um a backstage segment um, of with with all these people, mm-hmm. and it's like, and uh, Country Club goes back, and it's like, so like we want we want a match with Charlotte, and Paige is like, okay, you got it, it uh, but Charlotte gets a chance to find a partner. Let's say if Charlotte gets a chance to find a partner, if she can't find one, it's a handicap match. Ooh, interesting. So Charlotte gets a chance to find a partner so you can make it a tag team match. I, well, I think, okay, for, first let's start off with Charlotte Flair. I think Charlotte Flair's in the GM's office. Okay. That's what it's called. Okay. Um, Flair is in uh, is in GM Page's office. I think we start mm-hmm. there. Um. Flair's in Paige's office. Uh, let's just say Paige is welcoming her back. Yeah, maybe Paige is like, "Sorry, you didn't. Sorry, you didn't win at Survivor Series." <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's just you know a very cordial conversation. Country Club come in. Uh, they want a match with Flair. Mm-hmm. Well, well, well. If it isn't the person who took our spot. Nice entrance. Nice entrance, Liv Morgan. Mm-hmm. Um, Paige is fairly confused, probably, because she's like, "You lost. Like, you don't have. You lost your matches. You don't. You didn't qualify twice. B- both times you didn't qualify. <laughs> they did not take your spot." Yeah, something like that. And Charlotte's like, "It's fine, Paige. Charlotte, being the face that she is." Page, it's fine. Yeah. We, they want a match. I can give them a match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They want to fight. We can fight. I, I'm gonna write pages like quote what <laughs> with a U. And Charlotte's like, if they want to fight, uh, I'll fight. She's like, I'll even take on the both of them at once. And Page is like, well, I'll give you the chance to make it a. Te- to, I'll give you a chance to even the odds. If you can find a partner by the time your match comes around, then it's a tag team match. If not, 
then you're going to take them on both by yourself. Well, it's, it's weird if Paige gives her that weird ultimatum. If Paige sort of definitely agrees with Flair. Like, if Paige all is right. like, the, you yeah, then, don't then need maybe a match. Paige is like, all right, you can have your match. And I'll even give you a chance to even the odds. I'll let you pick a partner for tonight. Yeah, I'll I'll let yeah. you pick your partner. Yeah, okay. Uh, that works, that works. Paige is like, what? Flair is like, it's fine. Um, I'll have the match. Um, sort of so like Flair's sort of like so foolishly saying like it's fine I'll do a sh- mm. handicap. Um, Paige is like no that's stupid. Do you have a tag match and I'll mm-hmm. let you pick your partner. Um, Paige allows Flair to pick partner. Awesome. Okay, then we have some sort of match and then. So match five sounds like will be our main event of Fl- Country Club versus someone. Country Club versus Flair and Mystery Partner, yeah. Okay. Do you have an idea of who the Mystery Partner is? I believe is? the Mystery Partner's got to be Tamina, right? Um, or Lana or Carmella. Nikki Bella? The, I don't know. The plot twist. The, the partner is Becky Lynch. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That would be an insane plot twist. That'd be a great backstage part. Where it's Becky, just like you want to be my partner? Becky, no. Becky, Becky like, be my partner. Nah. No. Becky, be my partner. No. Becky, be my partner. Fine. <laughs> if, if she just goes up to Becky at some point. Like, the last person she goes up to is Becky. Yeah. And, Becky's just, and Becky just looks her up and down yeah. and laughs and leaves. That's funny. That's a good spot. God, just like, the that, first... Like, the... The, the last person broke. she goes to is Becky, and Becky's like, ha! Just literally laughs in her face. Oh, and then oh, and then Tamina comes up and helps her and be like, it's okay. Tamina's like, yeah, Tamina comes up, and she's like, here, you need a partner. Let's talk. Yeah, let's talk. I know what it feels like to have people laugh in your face. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that yeah, one. I just threw that in there. I just threw that in there. Um, it's just character development, <laughs> bro. I don't know. Because, um, like, let's say, like, let's say like, she's like, yeah, the country club has been bothering me, too. Something about, like, something like, like maybe they've been bugging Tamina as well. Because the Charlotte-Tamina match kind of took up their spot, quote-unquote, so... Maybe she's like, yeah, the country club has been a thorn on my side is lately too. Maybe we could take them out together. What if Tamina's just like, Fairland's like, why do you want to help me? And Tamina's just like, I just want to be on the show. <laughs> why do you want to help me? I just want, I just, I just want to be on TV. <laughs> I mean, honestly, we could do that. Tamina's just like, I just want to be on the show. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. That, that seems weird. That seems too. Uh, that seems too meta. I think you're too fourth wall breaking a little bit. Are you saying to me? Well, hold, okay, hold on. Oh, maybe not. Maybe hold not. On. Okay, okay. I see. Never mind. Yeah, I was gonna say. I said fourth wall breaking. Fourth wall would be breaking kayfabe or some shit. Yeah. This is just her being like, look, I have. I'm not. I'm haven't really been on 
the show a lot. It just came off of injury. Like I want to be, I want to be on I wanna, TV. I want to be on the show. I'm about to say, how about instead of saying, I want to be on TV. I want to be on the show. She's like, oh, I want to have a match. It's been a while. Like it hasn't been a while. She had a match last week. She was on TV. Last, she was on TV like a few weeks ago. Yeah, but she wants to be on it more than just that one time. Okay. I'm I'm trying to give Tamina some sympathy points from the audience. That's what I'm saying. She's like, maybe the country club has been bugging me too, and they're being annoying, and I want to fucking show them who's. I want to show them what's what. That's true. Okay, so we'll have a backstage segment here. Flair first finds Becky Lynch. <laughs> Becky Lynch laughs in her face and leaves. Jesus Christ, Becky. <laughs> what a badass. Oh, well, that sounds like we won't have anything of Nia Jax, Bailey, or Becky today. I mean, that could that could wait. Could it wait? I don't know. Fuck. Ah. I don't know because I don't know if it could wait because uh because I mean Becky has to be fine in this segment. She can't. Why would why would Becky want? Why would Charlotte Flair go up to Becky who already had a match already? I don't know. Like if if we have anything, I think it would be a. It would be like maybe like a backstage segment or something like that. Bailey being like, "What the hell was that last week?" You know. Oh, we can combine the two backstage segments. Okay. We can do um, a backstage segment of Bailey and Nia Jax talking about what happened last week. Nia Jax blows her off. Bailey's all upset. Charlotte Flair's like, "Hey, I need a partner for tonight." Do you mind helping out? And Bailey's like, "Sorry, sorry, Charlotte. I would love to, but we're, I got we're kind, of, we're kind of dealing with this right now. <laughs> like, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta deal with, I gotta help out Nia or figure out what's happening with her." Yeah, that that's not bad. Mm-hmm. A combination of a seggy weggy. Okay, yeah, let's do that. Um, I'm just gonna plop it here because I don't know where else to plop it. Um. Backseat segment. Okay. Um, and then we got to have the final one. Oh, we didn't get Carmella or Lana at all in any of these backstage segments. Oh, no. We didn't get them at all on TV. Oh, <laughs> dang it. Oh, dang. Okay, so maybe when she finds, like, Nia Jax and Bailey, that could be, like, earlier in the show. You know, maybe we can have like cuts. Maybe throughout the show, we can have cuts to Charlotte trying to find a partner. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Maybe she goes up to Carmella and Lana at one point. Yeah. And there's like, no. Oh, well, maybe that's the last one is that backstage segment Flair goes up to Lana and Carmella. Why would Lana and Carmella not want to be in the show and wrestle? They just don't like Flair? I guess. Does Lana not like Flair? Why would Lana not? I don't know. <laughs> maybe we're getting cu- maybe we're getting stuck in non WWE. Maybe we're getting stuck in logic. Maybe we need to think more WWE esque. Yeah, because I because so not it makes, having... se- it makes sense for Carmella. It makes sense for Bailey and Nia Jax why they wouldn't. Yeah, just I. I Carmella's well, a heel, so that just is like okay. Yes. 
Bailey and Nia Jax are going through stuff. Yeah. And Lana, and we just don't go up to Lana. Then she tweets afterwards saying, I was free. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you ask me, Charlotte? Yeah. <laughs> okay, backstage segment. Um, Flair asks Carmella, and she says no. I think it'd be funny if she if we saw uh basically Flair ask Carmella and then Carmella like kind of blows her off and then she turns around and Becky's just there like listen I I hear you need a partner for tonight and I see it's not going well and I just want you to know that it won't be me either and just walks away <laughs> <laughs> Oh perfect like like gets Charlotte's hopes up and then it's like it's not either bye. <laughs> so don't even bother asking. <laughs> it's not gonna be me, because I'm the goddamn man. Because I feel like she wouldn't... A- I feel like Karma, uh, Charlotte wouldn't ask Becky, you know? Like, after their frickin' feud. Yeah. Um, And so, turned around to find Becky. Uh, We got a weird... We get a pop for Becky, and Becky just explains how she won't be your partner. Yep. Okay. And then leaves? Yep. Uh, And then what? And then Tamina comes up? Yeah, I think so. Okay, what was her reason for Tamina? Because she wants to beat up on the country club, too, basically. <laughs> she finds them annoying, just like Charlotte does. That works. That works. Uh, and then we get a match: Country Club versus Flair and Tamina. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, and then there's some sort of text message later in the show uh, of Lana being like, "What the hell? I was free. I was in catering. Just ask me to be there, and I'll help out." Um, okay, Country Club, Flair, Tamina. What happens? Who picks up the win or victory or whatever? Um. I think Country Club gets this one. I also agree. <laughs> I right, also agree right. that the Country Club pick up the win. We need a face win, boy. <sighs> yep. <laughs> we got a real, real heel show here. We need a face victory. <laughs> Maybe in that match two spot. Yeah. Maybe McIntyre, Bryan, or Fal- Fowler. Fowler. Finn Balor, Seth Rollins, Rusev. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, but yes, okay. But Country Club picks up the win. Any particular way? Uh, probably some heel feet on the ropes. Something. Who pins whom? Uh, that, ooh, honestly, great question for me. If who okay. pins whom. I keep hitting the microphone. Sorry about that, audience. Who pins whom? Flair. Uh, Logan pins Tamina. Is there any world where Flair eats the pin here? I do not think so. Do you think there's a world where Flair eats the pin? Because if there is, I would like you to take me there. I don't know. I'm just saying, keep it available in your mind. I mean, what's the storyline of Flair here? Mm -hmm. Like... Flair was suspended. She lost her title. Then she got suspended. Then she came back one night or two nights only. And then got injured. Yeah. 
and she didn't come back. Now she's like, here's like not much of a empire left for the queen. If she loses, maybe it's like, man, Charlotte Flair is really, really down on the podium toll. Podium toll? Podium toll. <laughs> really down on the podium toll. She's really down on that podium toll. Um, I don't know. I feel like, do we want Flair to really get to that low point? Or do we want to have Tamina eat the pin here and save her from that a little bit? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, oh, what about the idea of uh, Flair's looking bad, but Tamina tags herself in and then Tamina eats the finish? Oh, yeah, maybe Flair's looking bad, but she's like, no, I can do this. And she does like doesn't tag Tamina in because she like maybe wants to prove to herself that she can still... Go. Be, yeah, still go. Well, not that she can't still go because, like, she's not, like, 80. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, prove that she hasn't, like, It's really just Ric Flair yet, and you know? drag. <laughs> <laughs> prove that she hasn't, like, lost her step yet, you know, like, after all these injuries and, like, all being out and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That she hasn't lost her step. Mm-hmm. That she's still the queen. She's trying to prove, maybe. Mm-hmm. Oh, but then Tamina's like, girl, let's be realistic, tags herself in, yeah. then gets pinned. Yeah, maybe maybe they start arguing, maybe Charlotte's like mad she tagged herself in, so they start arguing a little bit. No, I don't think she gets ups- I don't think she gets arguing, I don't think she's upset with Tamina, I think it's just sort of like, I like this idea of putting, uh, sort of like maybe like messing with the audience's perspective a little bit, where it's just like... Charlotte Flair has been on the top. She's been the diva. Um, not, sorry, not the diva. women's wrestler. Thank you. I don't know why that came into my head. Listen, um, we, we we each get one. I, I did it once uh, yeah. in the early episodes. Um, she's been on the top, the top champion, the queen. Um, whereas Tamina has been like had injuries and and she's been gone. And when she's on t- when she's healthy and on TV, she's not much. And I like the idea of sort of like pairing it, pairing the two of them together to sort of be like, hey, I guess in a, I guess in a weird way, I don't like the fact, maybe I don't like the fact that this is it, but I guess in a weird way, on a character standpoint and sort of a theme standpoint, we're sort of saying that Tamina is the bottom of that podium toll. And I mean, she did just come back. She has to kind of fight her way back to the top, you know? Yeah. And saying like, hey, like, I like the idea that like, hey, Tamina is this character that like, she's always gone. And when she's also when she's here, she's not used much and she's not there. And now Mm -hmm. Flair is on the on the bottom rung with Tamina. It's just like, hey, you got this. Yeah. Like, and Tamina is there to bolt her up. She's like, hey, I've been I've been on the bottom rung. I like because I, I I'm trying to like the storyline as I as I explain it, um, that like that like to me it's just like hey I've been on this bottom rung for a long time and I, and you know it's it's fine you're get you're gonna be there someday you know, mm-hmm. I like this idea that like hey like, be a star, <laughs> like, <laughs> just like like I don't know I like this I like the storyline that just like like, this dimensionality we're adding to the characters. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, and Tamina eats the pin here because she's trying to save Flair the embarrassment. 
because she's just like, it's okay. I Because to me, it's like, it's okay. I can eat a pin. I don't know. What if she's, I mean, I feel like she wouldn't go in. She wouldn't tag herself in knowing she's going to lose. Well, yeah, but a loss won't upset her. Yeah. Where a loss might may upset Flair. I was say, her eating the pin won't hurt as much as Charlotte eating the pin. Yes. Okay. Thoughts. I like it. Tamina tags herself in. Charlotte's beaten up. So Tamina tags herself in, and it's basically a two-on-one at that point. And Flair's Tamina eats the pin. Up bad. Tamina tags herself in. Becomes... Two on one. Uh, who who pinned whom? It was uh, what do you say, Logan? I think Logan. Yeah, Logan gets the pin on Tamina here. Okay. See, and now we got a nice, cool way where uh, where Charlotte Flair, or like now there's like a Tamina storyline and Flair is something, but also now Country Club looks good because they get the win. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's pretty good, dude. I'm yeah, just not saying. Bad. I'm, going higher and higher in pitch because I like it. Um, okay, well, we got one more last one last match here um, to put in here. Um, we got a lot of people that haven't been to the show yet. I doesn't feel like we're going to do a Nia Jax thing here. Nia Jax, Bailey, Becky, because we already did. That's what it was. Yep. I didn't put in that segment, did I? No, I have not. Okay. Uh, I didn't put in that segment yet. Um, but that's fine. Uh, I can put that in. And then that will be that, and we'll have everyone except for Lana on the show. Um, so we have a, one more match. Mikey, what are you thinking in terms of plopping a match in here? I was thinking one of two things. Okay. We have just, like, two faces square off in, like, a good match. You know, like, a good respect. I respect you. You respect me. Let's have a fight. Mm-hmm. Or we have Rey Mysterio versus Luke Harper. I like it. I like Which it. Which one? Uh, I sent you two options. Good point. Uh, I like the second one. Okay. Rey Mysterio versus Luke Harper. Now, this does mean, though, that for the second week in a row, we don't have Nakamura, Rollins, Rusev, or Balor. That was my second option. Was uh, my second option was Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor, or Seth Rollins, or like somebody versus Shinsuke. Mm-hmm. Um, but my my face versus face match was Rollins and Balor. Yeah. Um, well, let's figure it out because if 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 the storyline compels us to say that Harper picks up the win, then I'm less inclined to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly because we have all wo- f- heels winning here. Yeah, maybe maybe let's save the Harper and Bray storyline stuff for next week because I feel like I don't want all this like spooky crazy stuff happening back to back to back to back to back. Okay, so let's like spread it out a little bit maybe. So maybe we just a nice face versus face match here. A nice, a nice clean face versus face match with McIntyre beating up Brian after it. Oh, okay, Dan Brian, Dan Brian versus someone. Dan Brian. Okay, Dan Brian. Dan Bryan, Finn Balor. Dan Bryan, Finn Balor. Oh my god, that's a match. That's a match that hasn't happened yet, to my knowledge. Let's do Dan Bryan, Finn Balor. No, I don't think it's ever happened. It's never happened with us. 
Dan Brian Finn Balor. Dan Brian Finn Balor. Dan Brian. <laughs> okay, uh, who wins here? Really a toss up. Yeah. Does Balor win via McIntyre interference, or does Brian win and then McIntyre comes in after? Also, why is McIntyre coming in? We'll answer that question next week. <laughs> why does McIntyre want to fight Brian? We'll answer that question next week, Mikey. Uh, legitimately, sure. It's, a, it's like a cliffhanger. Like, whoa, why is McIntyre attacking Brian and all yep. this stuff? And then he leaves because he's Scottish or something. <laughs> um, okay, uh, Dan Bryan versus Finn Balor. Um, um, it's a respectful match. Full match. Afterwards, um, McIntyre attacks Brian. Uh, but who wins it? Uh, it's really a toss-up here. Um, Does McIntyre attack just Brian or Brian and Balor? Um, um, who knows? Who, who, well, I don't know. Part of me feels like Dan Bryan should get the win here because Finn Balor is currently five and three, and Dan Bryan's currently one and four. Yeah, no, that's fine. Um, is a it is a clean loss from Balor. I feel like that's not that bad against Daniel Bryan. That's like that's not gonna hurt him. No, yeah, I think it's respectful and hard fought. Um, and then Dan Bryan leaves, goes up the ramp, and is attacked by Bryan. Dan Bryan goes up the ramp and is attacked by Bryan. McIntyre, you know what I meant. <laughs> uh, yeah, that sounds that's that's good. Goes up the ramp and he's like, well, he like turns around and does one last like yes, 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 and gets wailed on by, or maybe turns around into a claymore. Oh yeah, I like that bad boy. I like that definitely. Fuck. Even when we have a face where it's still healed. Hey, in our defense, oh, well, hold on, hold on. I think that counter that McIntyre attack counterbalances. Um, never mind. Ue stood tall at the end there. Um, counterbalances what? All the heel shit that's happening. Hey, I think some sh- some. Hey, I think it's hey hey hey. Give me a moment. Let me construct this <laughs> thing. I think it's sort of the thing of like, hey, look, you got to have some fun. That's a reference only I get. Um, there's, you got to have some, you got to have some shows where like you got to sh- size up the thing. We didn't time it out properly with having the storylines where like heels and faces have good things, but Styles is fighting back. Dan Bryan picks up the win against Finn Balor. Um, Usos have a good match. I think that one, let alone the fact that the Usos and Revival had a good match, I think it's a good match. So, um, it will make people happy anyways. And uh, Becky Lynch is on the show in some way. I think, I think we're good. I think we're fine. All right. Also, I like it. Also, I like it, and because I like it, the randomizer will kill us. Oh, speaking yeah, of, you like it, the randomizer's not gonna. Speaking of randomizer, Mikey. Ugh. 
It's it's about Let's that time, stuff, huh? Dust off the old randomizer. Um, literally anything could happen in WWE, and so we here at Hit the Books try to replicate that with a randomizer. Anything can happen. We had we have people injured. Well, we don't currently have people injured, but flares come back from an injury that the randomizer has chosen. Undisputed era, undisputed era debuted with the randomizer's help. Mm-hmm. Kevin Owens is currently suspended because of the randomizer. Anything could happen, Mikey. I believe it is your turn to choose what happens. Yes, sir. Um, let's see. Let's see what happens. Hit us with something. All right, I am refreshing the page. No. All right, Ryan. So the randomizer loaded. Okay, hit me with it. What 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 do we got? We got a botch match ending. Okay, um, that's fine. I don't know. Uh, I mean, what could have been that is definitely fine. Yeah. Um, that's definitely fine. What it could have been. That's yeah. Okay, you know that's good. Um. Okay. We have what five matches here? Yep, let's roll a D five and see who botched. Let's roll a D five and see who botched. Um, yeah, you know it could it could be worse. A botch match only affects one thing. Drop drops. So a botch match, if you don't know, audience, is it drops one hole. Obviously, you have a match that botched their ending or whatever. So uh, yeah, we gotta take off one point off the audience's booking polls. It happened one time with the bar versus sanity i think yeah um and i dropped it from like a three to a two mm-hmm. um so your booking polls so with that in mind i rolled the d5 and it says one okay so kyle o'reilly and sheamus she- the bar stop come on I- sheamus <laughs> come on bar what are you doing what are you doing um okay that's botched match ending um okay so that means that kyle riley and sheamus somehow botched the ending with an arm bar situation my guess they we botched the ending surrounding the idea of maybe maybe they were too maybe sheamus is already too far from the ropes and when bobby fish went to pull the ropes away it looked ridiculous because he was already too far away yeah We'll say that, that that makes sense in sort of storyline stuff. Yep. Or maybe Sheamus actually had his hand on the ropes just then and Kyle O'Reilly was late. <laughs> or, yeah, or, or that happened. Who freaking knows? Um, okay. Uh, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Um, one thing while I'm looking at this before I give you that rundown of the show, Mikey. Do you mind if I switch match three and match four around? No, that's fine. Okay. I'm just gonna... My, my brain feels like... These can be switched around. I'll, I'll read that loud to you, audience, if you don't remember which match is which, which is fair. How could you remember? I barely do. We'll hit you with that rundown. Uh, and let's hit you with that runny down. It's like a egg in the morning that's too runny. Yep. Um, that's I don't have anything. <laughs> Anyways, here we go. Show opener. The Undisputed Era comes out, and they're giving essentially what is a self-promotion promo. Um, they're all talking about how they've pinned they've pinned Cesaro clean. Maybe shouldn't say clean. They've pinned Cesaro. They've pinned the WWE Champion uh, AJ Styles. They're taking they're taking over. They're undisputed and they're taking over. Um, Styles comes out. He admits that you know he's lost, but 
they cheated. It's because they cheated. They they have the numbers and they outnumbered him. But this time, you know, he's got people to back him up. The bar come out and they're here to back it up. And they essentially are saying that, hey, look, um, Kyle Riley, same Seamus is like Kyle Riley. You got a pretty nasty bro kick. Let's let's do a match right now. Uh-huh. Like cool. So we got a match right now. Kyle Riley versus Sheamus with AJ Styles on commentary and everyone else sort of in each other's corners. Kyle, I kicked you in the face. Let's fight. Yep. Uh, Kyle, I don't, I don't, we don't, we don't like the promos here. I just, we cannot stress that enough audience. We just can't stress that enough. Kyle Riley picks up the win, hits him with an arm bar. Fish tries to pull away the ropes In some way we botch that ending. It's fine. Kyle Riley picks up the win, taps out Sheamus. Um, United, United, United Eagles. Is that what I said? Perfect. Undisputed era. They go up to Styles, you know, sort of braggadociously brag towards Styles. Styles, you know, he starts throwing forearms. He's not, he's had enough of this. I'm, he's gonna fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, but of course, the numbers game. He gets outnumbered by Undisputed Era. Yikes. Next up, backstage segment. Charlotte Flair comes into GM Page's office. Page welcomes her back to SmackDown. It's been a while. Um, um. Uh, then, of course, the Country Club then come in, and they want a match of Flair. Paige is like, what are you talking? You lost. Why are you still upset? You you weren't on the Survivor Series team. You lost your, your qualifying match. You fought your, lost your second chance match. I'm not. You weren't going to get it. And Flair's like, you know what, Paige? It's fine. I'll have the match. I'll wrestle them if they want it. That's fine. I, I, I could use the I could use the comeback. You know, I could I could use the easy win. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Um... Page is like, sure, go for it. You can have the match. You know what? You can pick your partner for it. You can have a tag match. You can pick your partner. Flair's like, cool, thanks. Next up, Dan Bryan versus Finn Valor. Very respectful. There's a lot of handshaking going on. Um, afterwards, well, Dan Bryan picks up the win. He walks up the entrance ramp, you know, yesing his way up there, turns around, and what hits him in the face? None other than the Claymore from Drew McIntyre um, at the entrance ramp. Um, Drew McIntyre stands tall over uh, Dan Bryan. Mm-hmm. Uh, cut to commercial. Come back. We got a match. Usos versus The Revival. Uh, matchup like last week. We having it again. The Revival pick up the win with a shatter machine. Dash Wilder pins Jay Uso. Backstage, Nia Jax and Bailey are talking about what happened last week. Uh, or at least Bailey's trying to because Nia Jax blows her off. Charlotte Flair comes in and asks Bailey to be her partner tonight. Bailey says she would love to, but hey. She needs to figure out what's up with Nia Jax because they haven't talked at all. They haven't talked all week. Uh, Bailey's trying to get a hold of her and she just can't, and she doesn't know what's wrong mm-hmm. with her partner. Um, a lot of drama in that situation. Um, next up, Mojo Rawley versus Mike Kanellis. Mojo Rawley essentially in this match, he essentially constantly looks towards Miz, sort of get maybe a weird sort of sense of approval. He's trying to prove himself, prove himself to the Miz. Mojo beats Canellis fair and square. Uh, and as Mojo's leaving, Miz sort of gives him that, huh, I see you, like, you know, nod of like, okay, mm-hmm. okay. But he still, you know, helps out Mike Canellis and the two leave. Um, backstage, Charlotte Flair asks Carmella. Carmella just says, nope, and leaves. Uh, Charlotte Flair turns around and sees Becky Lynch. And Becky Lynch is like, after receiving the biggest pop of her life, um, like every week she does. It's true. Um, uh, Becky Lynch is like, look, I know you've been looking for a partner. I know you need the help. Uh, I just wanted to say that, hey, I don't want to, I'm not going to be your partner tonight. 
I don't want hey, to. I don't like you. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and then just leaves. Um, uh, and just leaves. Uh, but who walks up to help out Charlotte Flair? None other than Tamina. Mm-hmm. Um, Tamina walks up and says, hey, I'll be your partner tonight. Charlotte Flair asks why. And Tamina's just like, you know, I... I just find the country club annoying as hell. Let's go. Let's go beat them up. Yeah. Uh, let's go get this win. And Charlotte's like, cool, 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 awesome, cool. And they go out. Main event time: Country Club versus Charlotte Flair, Tamina. Charlotte Flair is really trying to prove herself that she's still not that she's still got it, but she's you know she is the queen that her title has was given to her as. I lost. I lost that <laughs> sentence there. Um, it's, I'm like the end of a BuzzFeed <laughs> Um uh, Charlotte Flair is getting beaten up bad, and Tamina sees this, tags herself in, essentially becomes two-on-one. Country Club get the better of Tamina. Tamina gets pinned by Sarah Logan. I think, to, I think Tamina Country does Club. put up a fight for a little while, though. I don't think she just immediately yeah. like, gets tagged in, and then the Country Club are like, well, and get her, you know? Well, no, yeah, it, it is, it's a two-on-one. Uh, granted, it's a two-on-one I'm about to say, it's a two-on-one, Tamina. but Tamina is the one, so, like... <laughs> yeah. So she does put up a fight, but the Country Club do get the upper hand on her and pick up the win. Country Club stand victorious. And that is it for this episode of Hit the Books. Um, a fairly long one, it feels. Probably a lot of cut out and post. I'm sure. But it feels like a fairly long one. Uh, I don't know. Um, but yeah, uh, 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 we're, we're still we're building. We're building to Clash of Champions. Um, we got some ideas brewing. It's just, you know, I think it's one, it was definitely one of those episodes where it's like where the storylines have either started or need to start. And so we're still forging what those stories are. The problem problem being, I think, was that, like, it all happened to be happening at the same time. Uh, but, you know, it's going to happen, especially after pay-per-views. I mean... What are you going to do? It's after a pay-per-view that's like Survivor Series or whatever. It's when it has stories ending. You got to move forward. It's all these sort of things. Um, so let's see what happens moving forward. Thank you all for listening to Hit the Book so much. Please subscribe. Please like, share, and subscribe. Uh, <laughs> uh, Smash that like iTunes button. If you Hit can. that subscribe button. Smash. Leave a comment on the video. <laughs> Leave a review on iTunes if you can. We would love and appreciate it if you can, audience. We love you so much. Um, also, follow us on Twitter at HitTheBooksPod. There you can find our Excitometer polls and our booking polls, and you can rate uh, how excited you are for specific matchups and how you thought we did, I guess, as the booking duo. Um and let's and let's let's continue that. Let's continue that. Please follow us on Twitter at Hit the Books Pod. Um, Mikey, is there if there's not anything else left to say though? I think I think there's only actually two things left to say, Mikey. Book it. And damn it, oh, sorry, I, not sorry. yet. I was almost, I almost got it. it. No, okay, oh, I think there's only two things left to say, and that is the fact that Mikey, I've got two words for you. Book it. There we go. There, there it is. <laughs> there. there. <laughs>